The views and opinions expressed on the Untold History Revealed podcast are solely those of the individual stating them and are not necessarily those of the Untold History Revealed owners. Now sit back and grab a cup of coffee or tea as we discuss some moments in history that may have been untold or forgotten. Another episode of Untold History Revealed starts now. Maha gang, and welcome to another episode of Untold History Revealed. I am your host, Sean Donnelly. And I'm your co-host, Marianne Donnelly. Well, let me tell you who we are and what we're doing and why we're doing it and that kind of stuff. Uh, we're the owners of uh, Dark Shadow Ghost Tours and PanicD.com. We've done a lot of research and, and travels in this great nation of ours and collected a lot of uh, information relating to historical events and paranormal and uh, forensic studies and that kind of stuff and uh, Mary and I thought that it would be kind of fun to put out a weekly uh, podcast uh, picking a different topic every time um, although we got a we got a little bit behind it again. doesn't happen every week you know yeah. we, we try really really hard but sometimes life just gets in the way yeah, we've been we've been a little busy which is why we haven't had a podcast in a while I don't even know what the last date was I'd have to go back and look yeah, it's been a, at least a month, month and a half. It's been it's been a while. Yeah. So we had, uh, I think, in the last one we mentioned that uh, school was starting up again. Uh, we work full time for for a school district too, and uh, had a lot of events going on, and uh, got another little chapter in our life. Uh, obtained another little toy, so to speak. Oh, yes, oh, yeah, we, we haven't had, had one of these since then. We subtracted from and added to the fleet of vehicles. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Yeah, we got rid of one vehicle and purchased a rather large motor coach. So, I don't know. That so, might maybe, it, maybe we'll get to do one of these on the road someday yeah. and uh, meet with some of our uh, fans. Ooh, that might be. That Could might be a be fun, fun one. All right, so anyways, <laughs> on this one, um, I know Halloween is coming up. Yes. Okay, so I think what we're going to try to do is maybe do a couple of them. And and, and have a couple this week? Yeah, we, we won't. Wow. We'll, we'll try to do a few up to Wednesday, which is the day after Halloween, but oh. uh, do a few of them. Oh, okay. Um, because, you know, that's that's our season, basically, with the creepy stuff that we do but um we do have to talk about something else that's kind of important though and that's what yeah this well one of the things about. that was you know so busy in our lives as you mentioned was was school and so you know we had all those school events that we normal things you know regular everyday things but we also had homecoming and then just this week we had red ribbon week that's right so this one we will talk about the history of red. I can't say red yeah. ribbon week. I, I have a, a tendency that my tongue gets tied occasionally. It happens. Red ribbon week. Good job. Yeah, I couldn't say that five <laughs> times fast. No, I, I can't say it five times fast either. Several times throughout the week I was going red ribbon week, red ribbon week, and then sometimes it would come out. Rub, 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 rub. <laughs> yeah. well, week. Um, and we're, we're trying out something new with this one. We got a new audio system uh, we're kind of trying out. We like the, like the other microphone, but, uh, you know, as life is, I, got, I actually have a job I got to do tomorrow, so I got to make sure that this, this, uh, this recording stuff's working. So, so uh, we're, we're kind of playing around with out. our audio a little bit here, too. Uh, normally we have the, the nice mic out there and and do this but uh we're trying a little something a little different so anyways let's go back to the topic of this podcast because everyone's probably like already shut this off and moved on by now but <laughs> it's been a while um so let's talk about the history of red ribbon week all right thank you <laughs> you're welcome um for those that of you who don't know okay what that is it is uh well basically tell us what what that is 
Well, Red Ribbon Week is basically, a, it's an anti-drug week, basically, um, in a nutshell. It, it's dealt with by the National Family, um, the National Family Partnership is who's actually running it these days. Um, but it's basically saying, hey, we want to have a drug-free America. Let's get our kids to be drug-free. But that's not necessarily how it started specifically. It did start because of drugs, um, but it actually is a very sad story as to how it came to be. Um, now it's more um, exciting and we try to do different things to get the kids excited about being drug free. Mm -hmm. uh, but the history behind it and why we do it is actually pretty, pretty sad. Yeah. And that's what we want to talk about a little bit here. Um, you know, our podcasts have a tendency to get a little dark, you know, but that's okay. I mean, because these are the kind of things that you don't learn in school. I mean, and, and I don't think anything that you've done this week with your kids, which we'll do that towards the end, explain what you've done with your kids. I don't think anything kind of explains how this originated. We did not, but okay. this was the first year that, that I've dealt that with it, it in my okay. building and... Yeah. Um, so let's get back to, well, not get back. Let's go to the beginning and how it actually started. Now, we live in America, folks. Uh, you know, Marianne and myself, our lifestyle is not one of that type of situ situation as far as drugs. You know, I'm not putting it down. There's probably some of our listeners out there who may partake. Okay. But maybe after today you won't. Maybe, possibly. Um, and, and I'm not doing that. But there is a problem uh, in this country. And it's getting, and we had this conversation yesterday on the way home. Uh, you know, some of this stuff that people are taking, it's like Russian roulette. You know, they don't know whether it's going to kill them right away or they're going to just, yeah, because they're putting so many different yeah. chemicals in it, them it's now all that are just ridiculous and, and everything. It's not like you know. Not that yeah. not that I am saying anyone should ever do any you know illicit drugs or anything, but you, you hear constantly about you know um, marijuana and oh you know it should be legalized and all this and. Um, most, then you talk. Then you talk to individuals who are in uh, law enforcement and and the troubles that they have and what they see and how many um, times more potent the marijuana of today is versus back in the '70s when it was, you know, exciting and yeah, new and everybody and was '60s and '70s when everybody was doing more that organic and um, stuff like that. Right yeah, now, yeah. it's they they keep on you know adding more things and the the, the THC value of it is, is just astronomical now comparative that, 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 that had been in the past. What was that 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 offer? I won't say his name, but what was that that the officer said at the beginning of school is like tripled? Yes, it's tripled since the late 60s, early 70s, mm -hmm. just from just the THC generic, value. or not generic, genetic engineering mm -hmm. uh, of the plants it, it is, you know, so that you use less of it, but get a greater high. Right. But, do, but are they using less of it? No. 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 <laughs> and that's, a, that's one of the big problems. Um, you know, and I don't even want to get in debate, the debate or, or your comments or anything about you know, any of that. It's just the lifestyle that we've chosen is to be drug free. Yes. Okay. Um, now, Red Ribbon Week. Good job. Is to not only just raise awareness, but to, is it for that week that you pledge to be dr drug free or does it, you well, it's choose supposed the to be, you choose that to, lifestyle to be. Okay. Um, see, I thought it was you pledged it. For that week, definitely no drugs. You know, you're supposed to be pledging a drug-free lifestyle, and the idea was when this originally started, um, it was started for the honor of a DEA agent who was 
tortured and killed and um, his friends and, and family members and everything in the town that he lived started to wear red ribbons to you know honor him and a lot of school groups then eventually started to have what they called camerera groups which were uh, camerera clubs I'm sorry which um, his that name was, was Camerera. Yes, okay. he was Enrique Kiki Camerera, Camarena, and he um, he he was killed. And they decided that they would wear red ribbons in his honor. And they didn't want to have people have these same problems. And they really wanted to get it across that hey, if we don't use this stuff, things like this aren't going to happen. So they they started to pledge to be drug free in these different schools, and uh, it's grown since then. Okay, so. Before we start talking about the growth of it, mm -hmm. um, I just want to pause just for a second and kind of explain Untold History Revealed a little bit. We both work in education. I've already stated that. Marianne is a biology teacher. I work technology within education. Um, I'm not a teacher, thankfully, because there's no way I'd be able to handle that. <laughs> but as you can tell, when we take on a project, we want to know the history about it, why, and that kind of stuff. And this is why we started doing Untold History Reveal, because we've literally sat and looked up. Why is it, what were you looking up? Why is it nine days? Why yeah, is I don't it understand October? why it's nine days. How does it start? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So every little topic, that's what we do. That's right. basically our hobby. We want to know as much, as much about a particular topic as possible. And... You know, over the years, every little thing, it's almost a, a, an obsession with us that we just want to know as much as we can. Not to be, I don't want to swear in this, so I don't want to lose our, our, our iTunes thing, but not to be a smart aleck about it. I was going to use another word. That was a better word. choice. Yeah. That's a good choice. But, you know, because some people you talk to, they know everything about everything. No, not to be that way. It's just to be educated. The kind of, why? Okay, so... Okay, now I'll be real. Let's go back and talk about um, the officer a little okay. bit. Um, so go ahead and say his name again because I can't say it. <laughs> Enrique Kiki Camarena. Okay. He was a DEA officer. Yes. Before he went and worked for the DEA, I think he worked for them for 11 years. I think I have that uh, correctly. I don't have that screen up. But um, before that, he was a U.S. Marine. Mm-hmm. Um, firefighter, police firefighter, officer. police officer, went, worked for the DEA. Mm -hmm. He was actually stationed in the Mexican office and was working on a case. I think in Guadalajara. Yes. Was working on this case. Mm -hmm. Had a family. Right? Three children. Three children. Family mm -hmm. man. Wife. Um, and they were investigating um, a farm in Mexico that was 2,500 acres marijuana farm. That's what this, this case was about. $8 billion a year revenue um, for this marijuana. And he took uh, his Mexican soldiers and, and um, I, I'm assuming he was ahead of the case or was he working on the case? Do you, do you know for sure? I don't know for sure, but I think he was one of the heads, if not the head. Okay. He had done many cases. I mean, yeah. he had done some on cocaine and everything, too. So it right. wasn't just marijuana. Well, I'm saying. Yeah, I know, but, but we've talked mostly about marijuana so far. Yeah, I know. What, yeah, drugs, DEA. Drugs, He's right. A drug enforcement agency. So anyways, what had happened was, was after they, you know, busted this, they went in and seized it and, you know, took care of business, so to speak. He was then, uh, information was leaked that he was a part of that and some corrupt police officers, um, they kidnapped him, took him to, I, I forget the, the drug dealer, drug lord, whatever who was in charge, took him to his farm and he was tortured for 30 hours then they killed him. Some of this torture was broken jaw, broken nose, 
broken ribs, arms, legs. They took a, a drill, a power drill, to his head. They pumped him full uh, of amphetamines, they think, so that he would stay awake and, st and be aware of what was happening to him. And they have audio recordings of this, yes. of his tortures. I mean, they, it they was very gruesome, very tragic, horrible. And then they threw him in a ditch. And, and in fact, yeah. they, they think that they buried them somewhere else, and then they moved the bodies, and eventually they ended up in the ditch. Um, they, they said that they have evidence that he, he was actually buried before that as well. So it was very, not just tragic, but very brutal. Mm -hmm. And he was very well liked by community members and family and friends and so on and so forth. And then, like you said, they started wearing the red ribbons. Mm -hmm. They started these clubs. Mm -hmm. um, and it just kept growing. They got schools involved, so on and so forth, until they took it to a national level and got the Reagans involved. Mm -hmm. um, now, it, if some of you in the late 80s remember uh, Nancy Reagan with her campaign, Just Say No to Drugs, this mm -hmm. was all a part of that. Um, and that red ribbon is actually in memory of the DEA officer. Right. Um, so that is kind of gruesome, and you really can't, you know, it's one of the effects of drugs. It's like... Yeah, he wasn't taking drugs. He wasn't but taking he was, drugs, his but life he, was he was trying to save people who... Right. Yeah, and, you know, he affected the income of some of these drug lords that's not even in our country... Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to him. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. So my question was, you know, I was doing Red Ribbon Week at school with my kids, and and my question was, okay, it's called Red Ribbon Week, but it's it's the twenty third of October through the through October thirty first. That is clearly more than a week. And yeah, I just nine days. I I was like, why? I don't understand it. It just doesn't make sense. And to to write this minute. It still doesn't really make sense as to why it's nine days. I don't get it. Uh, I don't really understand that at all. I, I know that when it went to become national, um, Ronald Reagan um, had a, a proclamation um, that it would be, um, with, with him and a joint uh, Senate resolution and Congress resolution, it was resolution uh, 329, is designated that October 24th through October 30th of 1988 would be known as Drug-Free America Week. And so that kind of ties it into it so that, mm -hmm. okay, now we're at seven days. So I can see, okay, now we're seven days. But I don't understand where we got the extra two days. The only thing I could think about was somehow they incorporated like another weekend to the following Monday or something. I, I don't know. I don't, it, yeah, that don't make I don't sense. Know. And we've Googled it several times. Yeah, so if anybody and, and, out you know, there knows why it's yeah, nine and, you days, you know, we would he, love he, to He know. just said they Googled it. You know, that's what the... Um, We've mentioned it before on our podcast. That's what the library tells that's, us to do. Did you Google it? That's what they um, do. So, anyway, actually, if anybody what the actually National knows, National Archives tells us to do. That's true. The National did Archives did tell online? us that. Um, we didn't talk about that in the podcast. That was one we were yeah, going to talk about. Yeah. We need to do that. Yeah, yet, we do. So. But um, my second thing is I didn't understand why it was now. Why is it at, in October? He was kidnapped on February 7th. Mm -hmm. He was killed officially. Um, his death was, was listed as February 9th. They found his body March 5th. Where's this October thing coming from? Um, and through some research, I, I did find that um, just afterwards, um, one of his friends um, from high school, actually, uh, Henry Lozano started to, you know, push the red ribbons and get it into the schools and things like that. Um, and then the following year or so later, um, we actually got to see that uh, in 1987, it was about a year and a half later, um, 
parent-teacher organizations all over in California, Illinois, Virginia, they started to wear red ribbons in response to this as well because it started to gain momentum and get out more than just in his hometown area. And they decided they were going to wear them in late October and November. Now, whether that's just because that was what was convenient for them, I don't know, but that seems to be the stem of the October-November thing is these parent organizations in the schools that kind of set, hey, we're going to do it now. I would have preferred if I was, you know, his family that, well, hey, let's do it when it happened or around his birthday or something, but that's not what they chose to do. How do you know it's not around his birthday? His um, birthday he was born, uh, I, I had I had looked it up, and, oh. and that's not his birthday month or anything like that. I forget when it was, but that wasn't when it when his birthday is either. So it wasn't his birth date. It wasn't his death date. July 26th was his birthday. See, there we go. <laughs> I, uh, and, and it's just it's just weird to me that they would choose then to do it. And nine days. And nine days. Yeah. Um, but that seems to at least be where it stems to the the, the dates. Um, as far as the nine days, I can get us to seven, but I can't get us beyond seven. So somehow it's nine, I don't know. Um, but he was actually, when he was kidnapped, he was on his way to have lunch with his wife um, his wife's name was Mika, and he was on his way to have lunch with her. And the same day that he was kidnapped, his pilot, um, who would fly him from location to location, his pilot was kidnapped as well, and he was also tortured and, and part of this. Um, but they decided to do this in his honor because his family just chose, his family and friends chose to do this and start wearing these red ribbons and that's why it's taken off with, his, with him and not necessarily him and his pilot. But we would still wanna, you know, honor, honor his pilot as well. So if you wanna find out more about, uh, I'll call him Kiki, Okay. Yeah, that uh, was his nickname. That was his nickname. Yeah. Um, there is um, some documentaries out there. There is one called uh, Drug Wars, the Camara story. That Camarena. Was Camarena. Okay. Sorry. Um, that came out in 1990. It was actually a television miniseries. Um, there's another one that the History Channel put out called Heroes Under Fire, uh, Righteous Vendetta. That was in 2005, and it actually talks about the whole case that we mentioned. Um, so that that looks like some interesting stuff to book up, to to look up and see. Um, and there's some publications. Um, there was an article in 1998 in November issue of Time Magazine that uh, talked about Kiki. And uh, there's also a book out which covers the whole story, the abduction and murder of, uh, of him that is entitled, if I could say that, O Plate, it's actually... Oh, you speak Spanish, I don't. O plata o plomo. I wish I could see what you're looking at because I... Yeah. <laughs> o plata, it's P-L-A-T-A, o plomo, P-L-O-M-O. -O. You know what that means? I do not know. Okay, so much for your sorry. Spanish. I'm sorry. <laughs> I only took four years of it. I was in high school. I'm well beyond that now. I can still converse with my students on the year one, year two range. <laughs> yeah, okay. When I go to the countries, I can pick up on how much I pay, have to pay people and that kind of stuff, you know, but I'm not fluent by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so anyways, Red Ribbon Week now is a week-long time during the year where schools and other organizations kind of work on putting out information in somewhat a... I guess I would say a fun, exciting way to make awareness about the drug issue and drug culture. 
I don't remember. I don't remember at our school any other years that this was done. Um, or I did this tie in with like the smash programs and stuff like that? Was that this time of year? Because I know mm -hmm. we do a lot like at prom and right prom is basically kind of prom promise. They do the um, you know no drinking mm -hmm. at prom time. Um, we since I've been in our school district, this is the second time that we've done anything for it. And the other time they just stuck red ribbons on our doors and just said, hey, it's Red Ribbon Week and but that was it. They didn't do anything okay. with it, didn't nothing. Um, so this was the first time that we really did it um, and kind of pushed a little bit more information out there. Um, and this coincides with we actually had a former student that passed away. This past year. This, yeah, this, this past, past summer. year. Well, um, it was just before school let out last year. And uh, I, I kind of hope that it's something that's kept up, you know, every year. Because it is, it is a big problem, especially in the community in which we work. It is a horrible problem. But, um, you know, if you've been following any of the news or political news, you could see that it's a, it's a problem it's everywhere. It's a problem so, everywhere. Um, so, hey, we're about at the point where we could take a break. And when we come back, why don't we talk a little bit about the contest and how people can get involved. Maybe they're at a school district. And, uh, and there's still a couple days left to Red Ribbon Week. Yeah. And some of the things that you've done with the uh, National Honor Society and things like that, which is, is, it puts a positive spin on a very tragic situation. Um, yeah. So let's take a break and we will be back. Um, in a little bit. All right. Okay. Mark your calendars, close your doors, and turn off all the lights. As twice a month, BTE Radio brings you a new episode of The Haunted Spotlight. Sean and Marianne Donnelly of Dark Shadow Ghost Tours dig deep into the archives of the Panic D database and take you inside a different location with each new episode. Learn the rich history and hear the paranormal claims of some of the most infamous and unsuspecting locations from around the country. Ever wonder what roams the property or lurks behind those closed doors? Curious about the true history of that creepy house that sits down the street? Want to know what evidence a paranormal investigation group may have captured? Then find out every other Sunday and tune in to BTE Radio for another chilling episode of The Haunted Spotlight, if you dare. <laughs> Okay, all right, we are back. Um, so we're talking about Red Ribbon Week. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't stumble that time. You did red, good. Red Ribbon, You're red, red Ribbon Week, um, and uh, Kiki, the DEA agent, who mm -hmm. actually, that was the origin where it came from. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's talk about the uh, people who did this to him. Uh, a little bit did they did they catch him did they you know what happened because this is down in Mexico so right well there were obviously uh, a lot of uh, people in the United States who were having a lot of pressure put on Mexico and and there were some some words uh, really between Reagan and 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 you know the Mexican government and it, the theory is that it's the worst relations that we've had with Mexico was, you know, obviously at this point in time. And um, they did eventually in 1989 capture um, one of the drug lords who was involved in this, um, Gallardo. Um, and just this past August, August of 2017, um, they did uh, finally sentence him. So since 1989, he's been in Mexican prison. He's been in Mexican custody. Um, 
and he got sentenced to 37 years in prison for the murder of Camarena and his pilot, Alfredo Zavala. So is that from this time forward or from 1989? To... That's my question, too. I don't yeah. know the answer. I don't know if they're going to, like, say, oh, well, you've been in time prison served. for this, time served, yes. Um, so I don't know if he has just, you know, like, five years left or if, you know, he's going to be there. 37 years from 2017. Yeah. Um, Currently, he is 70 years old, so um, he would probably not really make it to 37 more years. I don't know if um, they are going to backdate his prison time there. Um, But he was also ordered to uh, make equivalent of $1.18 million in reparation payments. Uh, presumably the families of the victims, um, but he was he was to he is to do that. And uh, there were some others who were sort of involved in this too. Um, he was not the only drug lord out there that was ticked off at him, and um, there was um, two other people who were um, tied to this as well, and that was um, a, a drug lord named. Uh, Fonseca, F-O-N-S-E-C-A, Fonseca, uh, and Caro Quintero, um, and they were pretty much rounded up pretty quickly, but um, it wasn't until 89 when they got Gallardo. Um, Gallardo's in prison. Fonseca was transferred to house arrest in 2016. Um, because he he's an elderly prisoner and he has health problems and so under you know um, some terms granted for elderly prisoners he was actually moved so he's to not house going arrest. anywhere he's not yeah he's he's probably not yeah. going anywhere um, Quintero Carlo Quintero he was released from prison in 2013 on a legal technicality and uh, so we're not happy about that in the United States. And we've actually apparently offered a reward of up to $5 million for information leading to his capture and or conviction. Wow. Um, so, hey, if anybody knows uh, Mr. Quintero out there, you know, um, he, he supposedly uh, made a, a, you know, a plea from hiding that he didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah. So these these individuals so, are yeah. in Mexico, not in the yes, United correct. States. Yes, okay. correct. Correct. Yeah, but um, I I find it interesting that it took so long for Gallardo's um, sentence. Yeah. I mean, he's well, been in Mexican he's been tied prison. up for like thirty years. If you watch years. any of the movies, you don't want to go to jail in Mexico. <laughs> well, yeah, but, true. It's I, not I mean, the United States. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Anyhow, so that's kind of where those standings are now, but that's kind of new information on his sentencing anyway. Um, he finally got sentenced 32 years after, wow. so we'll see. So justice does not move swift in Mexico? No. 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 Okay. All right, so um, let's talk about the... Uh, what's the name of the organization that backs um, the Red Ribbon Week? Okay, movement? so the Red Ribbon Week um, movement is actually part of what we call the National Red Ribbon Campaign, and it's uh, headed by the National Family Partnership. So um, the NFP is who's actually kind of heads that up, and uh, we mentioned the Reagans not that long ago, and Nancy Reagan. Um, First Lady Nancy Reagan, she was actually the um, honorary chairperson of this group uh, back when her husband was president. I think that's why she liked the color red. I don't know. Mm. Mm, another thing to look up. Um, no. um, so she was actually the uh, honorary chairperson from 1980 to 1988, and so she was... Um, around um, and she was currently the chairperson for the very first National Ribbon Week, Red, National Red Ribbon Week um, back in 1988. Um, so 
that's kind of, again, how they're tied in here in her drug programs and everything. Um, did I answer your question? I don't remember what it was. I think so. you. I think you asked who's yeah, who, who, was who the runs this. Who, who, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, what are some of the things that they have with specifically? Well, we'll just talk about schools because that's pretty much what we know about. How did you? How did you find out about the program? Did you go out and seek something, or did you get notified, or? Um. Do you remember? Oh, you know, I was looking for things. I. I um, in charge of our national honor, I'm the advisor for our National Honor Society group at our school. And um, so I was looking for things for us to do this school year. Okay. And so I so came, came across I it. came across Red Ribbon Week and, and I'm like, oh, we did that once here, you know, but we didn't really do anything with, you know, so I, I delved into it a little bit more and, and being that we have had some close yeah, you're tearing up. I we am. won't have to talk about it too much. So it, we've ha we've had some some of our students that um, are fairly recent to us that mm -hmm. um, overdosed and died this year. Um, I thought it was important that we really focus on this this year. Yeah. And so I uh, partnered up. I, I kind of went. I took I took the lead on this with the National Honor Society, but I I also partnered with um, our smash group at the school um, students making a safer highway it's a little program here in ohio and um i said you know were you planning on doing anything you know here's some things that i was planning on doing and um, along the way i i know i came across you know redribbon.org and um, that's the national um, family partnerships page that's about red ribbon week and kind of gives all the you know, suggestions of things that you can do, and they actually run a contest as well, a photo contest, and and so that's something that we were we started with, uh, and then I built on it from there. Yeah, I, I when was what day was that? that was, we did that on the photo. We did yeah. that on Thursday. This so week. so on Thursday, um, what they did was was uh, any student uh, in our our main building. Which is grades uh, we seven work, through which twelve. Which is uh, grade seven through twelve that wore red on that day, uh, were invited to come to the gym, and we took this massive, large group picture, group photograph. Yes. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be submitted for a uh, for the photo contest, and you you could win what a thousand dollars and an iPad for the school or something yes. like that. Yes. Um, so that was that was like one thing. So there's multiple days for this, right? Well, you did four days, four days or five days. Well, right? we technically oh. did five days. Um, on Monday, I called it Pledge Day, and so um, they actually have pledge cards you can use with the, from the National Red Ribbon campaign. Um, I made my own version that kind of focused on our school, um, and had everybody um, staff sign off, and sta students. staff, students, everybody from the custodians to the cafeteria workers to the office to the board office to the teachers in the classroom, the kids. Um, Even they all, elementary school, I saw that. The elementary the school and the middle school, school also participated. Yeah. Um, and we signed pledges that we were going to be drug-free and um, kind of what that meant and then we gave them all a sticker to wear around the school that day. Kind of like a voting sticker. Right, like, like a I voting sticker. Day. And then we plastered those things all over the building. You know, we, we, we took the pledge, did you, you know? I like what you did too on Monday. You wrapped, well, you did it Friday night. We did it Friday Monday, night for Monday. But Monday. you wrapped the entire complex, the inside, uh, the hallways with red ribbon. Red ribbon, yeah. Um, which. It uses a lot of it, let me tell you. Yeah, we used crepe paper. But <laughs> we used crepe paper. It was we actually kind of cool. I ran out. I ended up running in, so. out, and so um, one of the wings ended up being in red string instead. Yeah, but, but you still, know, it meant red it, ribbon. It wrapped the whole building around. Yeah. It. it was it was something that caught your attention, and people were going, "What's the what's this red ribbon about?" Right. You know? right. Which was the point of it. Exactly. Um, yeah, that was kind of cool. And then that was the day you did the pledge. And right? Yes, so that w I called that Pledge Day. 
Okay, and then um, what did you Tuesday. do Tuesday? Tuesday we did um, wear weird socks to school. That's right. So it was socket to drugs. Socket uh, to drugs. I stole that one from someplace online. I was looking to see, hey, what do other people do? And one of them was, you know, socket to socket to drugs. And I'm like, you know, all our kids are wearing these really weird socks at school. So that's something that they're going to participate in. Uh, try to come up with stuff that they'll actually mm -hmm. do, you know. And um, so we had some kids wearing weird socks that day to socket to those drugs and Wednesday um, the theme this year um, there's a different theme every year for Red Ribbon Week and um, this year's theme is the um, the future your future is key so stay drug free so I kind of played on that a little bit um, throughout the week and so on Wednesday I did what does your future hold? And so I had the kids uh, think about what they want to be when they grow up, and they were to dress up like that, um, kind of showing them, hey, you you have a future, so don't don't waste your life on drugs. You know, don't ruin your life, don't end your life by taking drugs, and um, think about where you, where what your future can hold for you. Um, we all have something that we're, we we want to be. You know, so that's what we did on Wednesday. Then Thursday, we all wore red, um, and we took the the picture. But I also, again, played on the theme for the week, um, which was the the key, right? Your future is key. So, um, and this was the hardest thing of the whole week was the uh, I know the I keys. got involved in this. As you well. did. You got involved. Um, I took uh, and I ordered. Um, keys for every student in our in our building, um, seven twelve, and I had um, uh, we spray painted them, and then there were some issues with that because you know there's this whole drying process thing. We we don't want to discuss it, but you know yeah. um, so the the, the paper did again. not come off, so we had yeah. to like undo the spray painting and then respray painting. But anyway, five hundred keys spray. <laughs> yeah, red. yeah. Yes. Um, but for that one, um, we attached a little saying on it with the Red Ribbon Week theme. But it also said, you know, um, it was like a three-step thing, and said, okay, you know, if you think you're, uh, if you're thinking about doing drugs, look down at this key, and remember that um, everybody around you will be, you know, everybody around you is going to be affected. It was. Um, Look at this key. Think about the harm drugs can do, not only to you, but to all those who love you. And then three, step three was to just say no. And then I attached those, um, and the National Honor Society kids were busy tying those on there. And we attached those, and we gave those to every kid in our building that day. And um, the biggest question there was not, oh, this is <laughs> you know the greatest thing in the world. You know, it was. What does this open? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And sometimes I would be, sometimes if I would hear it, I'd be smart enough to say your future. And other times I was just like, it doesn't open anything. It's not, it, did you notice it's not keyed? You yeah, know, but, blank. Uh, but so every kid in our district now has a red key. And hopefully, you know, if, if they, if we just, you know, save one kid um, yeah. by looking at that key, then, you know, we've done our job. Um, and then on Friday, we did um, tigers say no to drugs. These paws don't touch drugs, and because our our school mascot is the tiger, so we did our tiger apparel, anything with tigers on it, and uh, we passed out flyers with some drug statistics, and especially from right here in our area, um, and um, some some Ohio stats, some Trumbull County, which is where we are, and some state stats um, and then our student council uh, made a video um, based on some drug abuse information and on our student who um, just a few years uh, graduated away um, who who died this year so yeah. it was kind of a more somber day on Friday yeah, Friday was yeah and, and, and that was also uh, the last football game and it was the last still. football oh I almost so. forgot that yeah so it was the last yeah. football game also of the season it was um, senior night it was the last home game and so the National Honor Society kids went outside with those flyers that we passed out and passed those out uh, at the game and we had up big signs you know all over the football field you know um, with the Red Ribbon Week theme so
Yeah. The um, I I know if I start talking about it, you're I know tear I'm up. gonna I'm gonna, gonna cry. I know but, I will, but uh, go ahead. The the girl who lost her life that was this year, right? Yes. Yeah. Earlier it was this, this spring. Year. Mm-hmm. Graduated from Newton Falls, uh, went and got her degree, was a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful little boy. Mm-hmm. Lived independent on her own, had her own house and everything, and was out one night and got some bad, was heroin, wasn't it? Yes. And that was it. Um, that's what I was saying. You know, this stuff that's out there now, it's, it's, you don't know what it is, man. And you put yeah. that in your body and those chemicals in your body, it's not good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty bad situation. Really affect the community. She was well known, well loved. Um, yeah, it was pretty tragic. So, I, you know, I need, I need to congratulate you on everything that you've done this week. Like oh, you I, said, I thought, if, I thought uh, you were going to congratulate me for not, like, totally crying right oh, now. Oh, I see you're old. You're <laughs> tearing up. Uh, she was a very, uh, very close student to uh, Marianne, and that yeah. was that was a sad day when that happened here in a Donnelly household. I, I remember waking up, and I'm like, what's going on? You were over here on the couch just bawling, like, all weekend and yeah. days after. But, and it's uh, been months, and... Still, Still, to this day, you see her picture in there. Yeah. We couldn't even, I, I don't even think we could have made the funeral. I no, mean, I, there's I, just couldn't, no way. I couldn't no. go. Um, but. Uh, I yeah. was thankful that I had a, a school obligation that night yeah. that I couldn't go, that yeah. I had to be at the school for an event because I couldn't have made it. Well, you you paid your, your respects in other ways and stuff but uh, so I think we've covered the history of Red Ribbon Week. Red Ribbon Week. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to try to get get the wife smiling over here a little bit She's <laughs> dripping on her notes but uh, <laughs> um, yeah so I bet you a, a lot of people have heard you know just say no to drugs and Right. Seen red ribbons and seen heard of red, heard ribbon, red ribbon week, ribbon but just didn't really know exactly yeah, the origins of it right. and how it started, and it and it was just from that one tragic incident that it's become as big as it was. Yeah, and the only problem is it doesn't seem to be helping, helping. too much. Yeah. Um, you know, and hopefully as as more schools get involved and get more education to these kids and, and, and make them realize that, yeah, it's, it's not so, uh, it's not so good. So, well, I know that even though he went through the torture that he did, um, he would be pleased with what has come of it because when he um, got in the DEA, he, his mom didn't want him to, to partake in any of this. He, she didn't want him doing any of this work and, and he said um, that he wanted to do it because he was only one man but he wanted to make a difference. Right, well, and I think he I, has. <laughs> and I think that he definitely has made a difference um, and we thank him for, for everything. And it's just a shame that he had to go through all that torture yeah. um, and have such a horrible death. So um, here's some of, uh, some, uh, some of the legacy that uh, Kiki has left. Um, he actually received numerous awards while with the DEA and post... Post-mortem? Mornerously received. Posthumously. Posthumously. Yeah. He received the Administrator's Award of Honor, the highest award given by the organization. Uh, In Fresno, the DEA hosts a yearly golf tournament named after him. Uh, The nationwide annual Red Ribbon Week, which teaches school children and youth to avoid drug use, was established in his memory, which is what we're talking about. In 2004, the Enrique S. 
Carmarina Foundation was established in his memory. Uh, his wife, Mika, and son, Enrique Jr., serve on the all-volunteer board of directors together with former DEA agents, law enforcement personnel, family and friends of, of uh, Kiki and others who share their commitment to alcohol, tobacco, and other drug and violence prevention. Um, and as part of their ongoing drug awareness program, the Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks award an annual Enrique Camarano Award um, at local, state, and national levels to a member of law enforcement who best exemplifies the qualities and principles for which Agent Camarina gave his life. So this is the legacy that he's left. Um, I still don't think it's enough. I mean, what happened to that poor guy is he was just doing his job, you know. But uh, anyways, we are going to try something different with our blog post, if I can pull it off. And what we are going to do is, as these come out, we will do a blog post on our blog site, which is untoldhistoryrevealed.blogspot.com. Thank you. Um, that shows links uh, to some of this research that we were talking about, where you can find out some more information um, that is associates with the podcast. And um, on our blog website, there is also a little form on the right-hand side where you could send us a message. And if you have any uh, questions, comments, or know, like, this particular reason why it's nine days. Yeah, why is it nine days? Uh, a week like is seven days. Um, and, yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up with that. Do you have anything else to add there? Nope. Nope. That's it for today. <laughs> That's it for today. All right, so... Uh, I guess until next time. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Untold History Re